In this week's episode, Diggs Gets Wasted. Anthony rants about rants, and I play with my phone for a while. Tickets for the pop-up Disney Mickey celebration in downtown Disney are now on sale, but make sure you read that fine print on the pricing. We're less than a month from the Avengers Endgame, and we've got info on runtime as well as when tickets might go on sale. What does the future hold for Fox properties now that the merger with Disney is complete? Also, Toy Story 4, Captain Marvel box office, DuckTales, woo, and more on this peanut brittle episode of the Mouse Pyre Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mouse Pyre, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> Made you look. Happy birthday! We're back. It's whose birthday this time? I'll tell you whose birthday it is. Uh, on uh, Saturday, it will be Batman's 80th birthday. Well, that is an accomplishment. Uh, w- tomorrow, Wednesday, name an older superhero. Superman. Well, I mean, another <laughs> one other than Superman because he's the oldest. That's it. Uh, Felix the Cat. And you know, really, like on the power, on the power oh. spectrum, Popeye, no, but Felix the Cat and Batman are pretty much equal. Well, on the power no, spectrum. well, no, because uh, Felix the Cat didn't get the the bag of tricks until the uh, the sixties when he was rebooted. But Felix the Cat was actually created. Not many people know this in like nineteen seventeen, believe it or not. But all he was was a black cat that walked around and got into like basically Trouble. he basically he was Oswald before Oswald. If you <laughs> want to be a dick about it, uh, he was basically just a black cat that walked around and got into misadventures, the same as Oswald and the same as Mickey. So basically, he was the first Mickey. black animal to uh, basically do something. So basically, he was a forerunner of Mickey and Oswald, Racist. Oswald and Mickey. But uh, no, yeah. Later he got the bag of tricks, and then yes, he. I was... wasn't even referring to the bag of tricks. I was saying that like oh. having no powers, Batman and Felix are on the same spectrum. Oh yeah, yeah. Superman true. True. probably closer to Popeye because you know he has powers. Right, right, right. Just out of the four that were mentioned. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, on Saturday will be uh, Batman's 80th birthday. Actually, tomorrow on Wednesday. Uh, for us, tomorrow is Wednesday for us. And somehow the boy uh, wonder is still 16 years old. I know, right? Uh, Detective Comics number 1000, issue number 1000, comes, comes out. out tomorrow uh, on in comic book stores. Now, uh, I, have a I remember I remember getting, I got Batman number, uh, Detective Comics number 500. That's when they killed Robin. Uh, no, it, the, it, was, the, it was just after Joker that. Joker breaks the back of, wait. No, that was Bane. Uh, back it up. Beep. Uh, like 88. Beep. I've or read so many of these stories. Somewhere around 88, 89 was uh, Detective Comics issue number uh, 
500, which I have. And uh, I actually got that off of newsstands. And it's uh, so like we're talking, yeah, so uh, 500 I- more issues. What happened in that? I don't remember. It was a kind of just whatever. It was a continuation of another of a story that had started like two issues before. I know uh, that it was actually those, the villain was called Blind Justice. I remember that in one of those Batman, like the quintessential Batman stories, uh, well, the Bane breaks Batman's back. Well, that's not the until other, the nineties. And then another story is that the Joker kills Robin. That's it's a it's a it's a even number title. It's like Batman, whatever, right? Detective Comics, whatever. That was right before, but that was an actual Batman's co- uh, comic, not, not detective, detective comics. comics yeah. But that happened just before the 500th issue. Uh, but besides Batman, on Thursday, the 28th, is the 20th anniversary of the premiere of Futurama. Well, then, you know, I'm watching the episodes of Futurama currently. Cool. Uh, because they're, Anthony here in his house here has the coolest Futurama poster. And I realized like, how incredibly iconic the Planet Express ship is like just standalone. Right. Even if you've only watched a few episodes ever, you're going to recognize the Planet Express ship probably more than any character from the show or Bender. Well, yeah, <laughs> Bender, true. Yeah, he's my favorite. I know it. Anybody else's birthday? <laughs> uh, actually, uh, we missed it a, a few weeks ago, though. It was the uh, the 40th anniversary of the Love Bug. Oh. Her, her, like Herbie the Love Bug? Yes. Oh, you know what that Came makes me think Came out in uh, March of uh, 79. And uh, in uh, 50 years ago, in March of 69, was uh, the Shaggy Dog. Oh. So this month is the 50th anniversary of, uh, the 50th and 40th anniversary of two of uh, Disney's most popular m- films. Well, Herbie also had one with Lindsay Lohan in it. Yes, and that know. was on cable the other day. Yes, we know. <laughs> cable the other and day. And it made me think about Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club because that's her like new TV show. Sure. You know about this? No, I it's don't care. The, it's on the MTV. <laughs> what still, was that a reference to? Is that still around? What was that a reference to? Howard Stern. Exactly. Why would I know Private that? Private Parts. You've never seen Howard Stern Private Parts? I've seen it W-N-B-C. once. WNBC. <laughs> I've seen it once. Oh, great movie. Great book, actually. The book's even better. That's one of the two books I've read. Really? <laughs> yes. Private Parts? Yes. Uh, I've read the other one that you read. What's the other one? It was the Gene Simmons. Gene uh, Simmons. Mm. I forgot the name of that. I haven't book. read Something that. Something about a tongue or licking. Or... <laughs> All right, so hey, I had a busy week. I'm tired. I was, you did? Yes. Well, I can give my week instead of yours since you're so tired. No. My oh, week was right. fun. So, hey, guess what? I actually went on some rides. Whoa. What? I went to the parks on Wednesday and Thursday and Saturday. That's too many days, bro. Well, no, dogs it, must be it, barking. It, it, well, yes. It's not too many days to be in the park, but it's too many days to be going on rides and walking around. So as I did mention before, nephews were in town. Their band marched on Main Street, and they also sang over at California Adventure. And um, so just hung out with them and um, all their friends. And, of course, their parents. The parents were chaperones. You know, we, when we went to the parks, it was go, be over here at this time, you know. When you were a kid. Oh, with the school trip. Well, yeah, even with a school trip back in the day or any sort of, like, we even had, uh, uh, we were in, like, a daycare camp where I was a junior counselor when I was, like, 12 or something. And even those kids at a certain age, they would just allow them to go. Yeah, so they uh, had to like st- nine. They had know? to stay with chaperones. 
So the chaperones had a certain amount of kids, and I How guess how old were the kids? High school, and they had to stay with the chaperones. Yes, they had to stay with the chaperones. This is mind blowing. I when I was reading a post the other day about somebody. This is related directly to what you're saying. Is that uh, somebody was complaining about something in the park, and somebody said, you know, when I was a kid. My parents would go to the park with me. We'd spend a little bit of time together. They'd say, be back here at this time so we can eat. And I'd spend the whole day doing whatever the hell I wanted. We'd eat together, and then they'd let me run off for the night and then come back in the, you know, at, at, again, like 12, 10, 12, 13. Which there shouldn't be any excuse for that shit nowadays. I mean, high school kids got their shit together. I mean, geez, look at a, a high school in New Jersey put on a school play of Alien. I mean, come on. That's some, <laughs> that's some serious shit right there. That is some serious shit. So anyway, they uh, we had a group of, uh, there was a... But, now, but nowadays they couldn't do, they can't do that, right? They have to like monitor every child no, there's too and, much liabilities no, and all that nonsense. I, I think it was uh, it's up to the school because i you know we go to the parks and you see kids running around there's no chaperones around right when they're in rides they probably so, should too uh, yeah but anyway there was a uh, like a group of eight kids and then the chaperones and then so i'm hanging out you know with them and everything it was pretty it was pretty cool not bad i did go on uh matterhorn for the first time since Whoa. they changed it to the new herald I haven't been on it since they... Oh, the new Herald's cool. Yeah, dude. yeah. He's, I mean, I miss the old Herald, but the new one is kind of frightening a little bit. Yeah, right? it's pretty cool. And so I, I did go that. Uh, so uh, did that, did Star Tours, did Thunder Mountain, did Haunted Mansion, did uh, Incredicoaster, Toy Story Mania, and um, Guardians of the Galaxy all in one day. Oh, also Finding Nemo and Buzz. Uh, Anthony's favorite Buzz Lightyear. Whoa, you went on Nemo? Yes. Yeah, so that was Rusty's idea. Did you hold your breath? That was Rusty's idea. And he was like, I'm not going on this again. <laughs> Did he not remember how it was? He said he hadn't been on it since uh, it was a submarine voyage. Well, I haven't been on it since it's been submarine voyage. But I mean. So he's like. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm not doing this again. I said, I agree with you. Claustrophobia. Yeah, and too, not just that, just too cramped. You you know, the butts Smelly. are... Smelly. The butt, uh, the seats are made for, like, four-year-old kids, you know? Anyway, it was awesome. I had a great time. The the band did awesome. You know, they did a good job. They Their performance was really good. Before they, they came on, it was a, a band from Washington came out, and they were like, uh, okay. But uh, this uh, their band was really really good. They did a great job. I was actually by a small world uh, when I watched them, and uh, it was a cool experience. Um, I didn't know that it was going to be like that. I thought I was just going to hang out with you know like Rusty and Brandy, and that's it. But all the kids were all together, so we're just hanging out with them and you know doing the right thing and uh, having some fat time. Uh, I introduced them. They were talking about going to that. They were going to have dinner. Uh, and they thought, hey, let's go to downtown Disney and have dinner. And I said, well, we can go to the taqueria because that's a you know good spot to eat. Me and the kids stayed there, Connor and, and Kevin and their two friends stayed there, and then Rusty came and joined us. And they were all, they've never eaten there before, and they all agreed that this place is good. I said, hell yeah, it's good. So the next day when they came back on Saturday, we all went there for lunch. <laughs> that's how good it was. They uh, really liked the the food, so we ate there again on Saturday. This is the <clears throat> next to next to Tortilla Joe. Yeah, yeah, and they're quick little fast serving, which is awesome. Well, that's the other thing too is that you don't have a lot of decent food at Disneyland that's quick. You either need to sit down for like a full meal, or you're eating a hot dog. Yeah, and then you know they're 
you know, the food over there sucks in Disneyland, you know, talking about the burgers, you know. and uh, Especially the burgers. I had to have one at Hungry Bear. I, I really didn't want to eat a burger, but there was nothing else there to eat. So I had a burger, and I I wish I didn't. <laughs> you know what? But real quick, real quick, I did try the, the what is it, the watermelon uh, lemonade freeze they have there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I finally got to try it because last time I talked about it, I was trying. I wanted to try it, and they didn't have it. Watermelon lemonade sounds bomb. Yeah, so they had a the, it's a freeze one, the little slushy one. So was it bomb? It was good. It was really good, and they had a little whipped cream on top and some kind of a maybe it's like sugar sprinkles, but it was red. So it was really good. I like that. What I was gonna say is what blows me away about the fact that Disneyland has bad burgers is that you don't find a lot of places that are that large whose burgers suck. I mean. If Burger King and McDonald's can figure out how to make food everyone likes, and that's the only thing they go But no back one likes for. to eat at McDonald's. People go back. They <laughs> obviously want to eat there. It's no longer cheap. It's just the same price as... Uh, oh, uh, no, it's not cheap. Let me tell you real quick, because I went uh, to um, Carl's Jr. today and got me a uh, the Western Bacon Cheeseburger. Okay. Just a single... And I added uh, crisp cut fries instead of regular fries mm-hmm. and medium size. And I paid friggin' like seven or eight bucks, right? I paid $12 for that crap. Really? Yes. I was like, what the hell is this? Wow, that's it, a little bit out of the range. I it think. is out of the range. So, I mean, oh, you were at Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Oh, no, Carl's Jr. is totally expensive. I thought you said, you said Jack in the Box. Ooh, Jack in the Box is the one there. that's, is the one that's still kind of reasonably priced, but. Uh, but yeah, I don't understand. It's like all these fast food places got it down, right? Even the smaller chains, a lot of them, you know, they're they have two or three restaurants. They got their crap down, and, and Disneyland can't seem to figure it out with good burgers. What the hell? I don't know because I I even like Knott's Berry Farm burgers better than Disneyland. Yeah, of course you do. Because yeah. Disneyland's burgers straight up suck. They do. And every time they put a new one on the on the board, right? And you think, oh, that looks good. I'll try it. Nope. I would never look at the burger on the board and think it looks good. <laughs> well, you want to try the one with the burger ears, right? Mm, I already did. Oh, yeah? And how was it? Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was horrible, right? I mean, I'm sure the sliders were better than the big one. But Anthony's bored over there. I'm just because, you know, we all burger Disneyland has had good burgers since the 90s. And it's sad because they had really good burgers in the 90s that we used to go eat all the time. We used to sit at uh, TLT and eat burgers constantly and... They suck now, and it's sad because I mean they must be. They were actually good at one time, and when things were good at one time, and then they turn to shit, it's really pisses people off. That's why people hate Fat Burger because at one time in the eighties, Fat Burger was the best thing ever, and then now, oh, when it's was the Fat last Burger. time you ate at Fat Burger? What? When was the last time you ate at Fat Burger? Because it's uh, really bomb. Oh well, they must have came back then because in the nineties they turned to shit compared to being the best burger place. They were like better than Fuddruckers in the eighties. Fat Burgers is like the best burger chain. I doubt that they're the best burger chain. Somebody wants to buy me a, a Fat Burger and prove me wrong that they came back, then uh, that's fine. But until then, I'll assume that they suck. Okie dokie, then. I suggest you go to Fat Burger and try it out. And it's pretty bomb. It's not that great because I don't go back. <laughs> I like there's Fat, a fat There's like Yeah, there's a Fat Burger right by, by Ontario Mills and... I don't even go. They there. were good in the eighties. I've never tried in the eighties. I wish I did. Yeah, you wish you did. All right, so yeah, uh, great time over there, minus the stupid burger. But uh, of course, 
the taqueria over there in downtown Disney is the bomb. So you guys should yeah, try that. Yeah, quesadilla with all the cheese and grease in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Anyway, I did post up the pictures and everything, and it was uh, it had been six years to the day since me and the kids were there before because their older brothers marched the parade and did all that, and I had the pleasure of babysitting them while they were doing all their other stuff, which is really cool. And um, So, yeah, six years it's been since I've been in the parks with them, so I was excited with that, and that was probably the highlight of my trip there to Disneyland. And I told them that I don't do this for anyone. I do not go walk miles and miles for three days and go on rides and wait in lines that are freaking an hour and 15 minutes for anyone. So they better appreciate what I did because we all know that I don't go on rides. Cash, ass, or grass? Whoa. What the hell? One way or another, you're paying for this shit. (laughs) Exactly. Nobody rides for free. It's either cash, grass, or ash. All right, so hey, uh, speaking of... Spider-Man, Spider-Man, nobody understands what you said. So yeah, speaking of the parks and everything, we got an announcement about uh, Spider-Web. No, wait. No, just Web. Oh, Web. So this is the new attraction that's coming to the Marvel area. (laughs) I don't know. It's called uh, Web Web Worldwide uh, E&B. New recruits to suit up alongside Spider-Man with cutting-edge tech from the new Worldwide Engineering Brigade at Disneyland Resort and Disneyland Paris. The Avengers are setting up new headquarters and training facilities around the globe to inspire all potential recruits willing to step up and become something more. As part of this global initiative, Tony Stark has founded the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, or WEB for short. I get it, because it's Spider-Man. The Worldwide Engineering Brigade. To, to develop advancements in superpowered technology, including new enhancements to Spider-Man's suit as their debut project. By bringing together in the, in the, by bringing together the world's brightest young inventors, the web is creating new interfaces that will empower all of us to join the ranks of Earth's mightiest. I want to empowder my nose. What does all that mean? We have no idea. We assume that it means something for the presumed Spider-Man attraction that will be in Marvel Land, coming to DCA. Uh, We already know that they are putting a pretty big emphasis on the whole Stark Industries thing by having it plastered all over the walls around Marvel Land. So we know that, obviously, uh, Stark uh, and his industries are essential to the story, the background story of uh, the soon... To be announced, uh, probably a name, uh, Marvel Land. Presumably we'll get a name maybe at uh, D23. Probably. They have said explicitly that it will not be called Marvel Land. So the, uh, There's a whole lot of words here <laughs> talking about this. Basically, it's saying that uh, you're going to put on something. Uh, it's going to look like, oh, yeah. Uh that's the yeah. old version. I'm sad now. Ah. Uh, so you're going to put on something. Wear it around. Besides introducing Web, they can't wait to debut a brand new cutting edge interface as part of this fun interactive attraction. Through a blend of never before seen technology and practical effects, guests will 
get to experience for themselves what it's like to have the abilities of a superhero. So we don't really know what any of this means. I mean, are you going to be put up suits? Uh, or uh, I don't think they're going to have people putting on suits. It seems uh, time-consuming, but they're going to make it seem like you're going to put on a suit. I, I got it. I don't really want to read all of this, but I just want to get you guys like the gist of it. No, no, they're probably it's probably some sort of backpack that has like arm maybe things and you can fire webs. It could be it's some, like a shooting game. Maybe it's going to be something you sit in like the uh, on the Harry Potter where it's kind of like a thing you sit in and it moves all around cuz then it can go through various uh superhero actions. Right, so cuz if it goes through uh various scenes that are uh projections or whatever uh, very similar to like the Spider-Man uh, ride that is like Terminator, totally. uh, not Terminator, uh, Transformers, yes. the one in Florida, the originator uh, of the, those yes, style. the originator, the original uh, Spider-Man ride in Florida, uh, made it look like you could fly, you were jumping around and flying around and stuff. So, uh, maybe taking that to the next, the next super level of uh, either way, either of those ideas are pretty cool. So, do yeah, you, it says you... uh, it has been a highlight uh, according to some guy. Head of visual development at Marvel Studios, Ryan Ryan Words. Uh, he says it has been a highlight of my career. Design all of Spider-Man's suits for the recent films, bringing him to life through Tony Stark's capable design aesthetic was a true joy. But working with Walt Disney Imagineering team to develop a look for Spidey that reflects the innovation of a team of young geniuses really brings him to a new level. Knowing that park guests can get up close to that suit and really take it in all the uh, Detail the astounding Imagineers packed into it means that we have truly brought a new version of the character to life. Uh, that shows you right there the how closely uh, Marvel itself is working with the Imagineers, similar to how Lucasfilm worked with uh, the Imagineers to create uh, Galaxy's Edge. Obviously, uh, the Marvel... I go the other way, too. Feige's the Imagineers team, are involved in the movies. Right, and then Feige's obviously, uh, you know, and his people, he has people that are going to be working with Imagineers to make sure that Marvel land is going to be everything that it needs to be. And, uh, I mean, it sounds very interesting. I mean, none of it really makes sense, but, I mean, it shows the suit. Uh, pictures, suit? it just looks like a Spider-Man suit. Uh, it's not even the one from the new movie coming up, but it's just a suit. But that's uh, yeah, very, very vague and uh, just kind of just hyping you up. Uh, like I said, I I presume that there's probably a, at D23 there'll probably be a, a Parks uh, panel, so they'll probably announce something there. What? Do you think this will be the last edition of the land? It'll be an, will this be another two attraction land? Well, I mean, it already has one. This is already going to be second because Ant Man is the first one. Guardians. Announced. Well, okay, so I guess if Ant Man's part... not a ride though. Ant Man wasn't that just inclined to be implied to be just a you know, I thought that was just implied to be like aesthetics restaurant? and restaurant. Yeah. And, so what's something. the, this is, this is what's going into the, the big building. The, um, what the heck's it called? Nothing's uh, going into whatever it is you're going to say. Cause everything's bugs gonna, life. No, well, bugs life is gone. What are you talking about? Well, Nothing's that, going that into space. bugs life. Yes. That space. That's if you go about. by the, that, that picture, the one that New York times released and then took, took away and then put back, uh, that one shows the big building that everybody assumed is the Spider-Man ride, and it looks like it's yeah right there along the uh, parade route at uh, DCA, or at least close to it. So that's most likely where that's going to be. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, as far as attractions, yeah, it might just be the Spider-Man ride and then uh, Counting Guardians. They might just open with that. It's not enough. Uh, well, I mean, you know, neither is opening with just the Well, they did uh, say there'll be a second, there'll be a second, uh, um, a second phase, as they call it. Well, yeah, you would presume the second phase would be backstage. Whatever Whichever the, way they do it. The construction yeah. backstage will be phase two. The stuff that be, takes place behind. Because that's the only place they have. Because if everything else in what is now, what was Bugs Land, if that just becomes the Spider-Man ride plus like uh, restaurants and stuff or food and uh, something, Ant-Man probably reusing some of uh, Bugs Land stuff, probably as an Easter egg to Bugs Land, then, then, uh, you know, that'll just be connect seamlessly to the uh, where uh, Guardians is. You know, and then the the door right there where the trolley comes out, eventually that has to be your ex- entrance to the rest of Marvel Land. Or the door on the other side where they come in for Grad Knights. The one on the uh, the one that separates the door in between uh, Bugs Land and Cars Land. Yeah. One of those two entrances will become the... You would presume it's the one by Guardians, though, because it's in between the two of the... It's in between, so who knows? We'll see. Web. Hey, Diggs. What? Did you get your tickets for the Disney pop-up? No, did you? I did. Why? Uh, you know, Elizabeth wanted to go and something you may not know And Tim's about... rich. Oh, yeah. Because only rich people can go to that. It was $60. It's not the end of the world. $60 uh, for something you don't know what, what it is. I'll be able to talk all about it here. Yeah, you will. So we got our tickets. The thing is that it's not just $30. It's $30 if you go before 4 p.m. Otherwise, it's $38. Small writing. That was the, is that the, is that the, uh, they fine, got the me, fine print? They got me on the fine print. So I, Cause I, dialed, kept, I kept just seeing $30, and I'm like, okay, $30. That still seems a lot, but I, I mean. I dialed back my thinking, and now we're going on. It's Monday the... So, of course, what Tim is talking about, what we're talking about is the pop-up Disney A Mickey celebration that is going to be opening on... April 26th at uh, Downtown Disney in what used to be ESPN Zone, right? Yes. So that's going, yeah. So uh, the tickets are now on sale. They, I uh, believe, went on sale to pay peas first, didn't they? Or No, it just, or it was just everybody. Just, yeah. There is no, there's not even a, there's no AP discount for anybody that might wonder. Yeah, we're going, we're going April the 29th at 2.30. Apparently there's some like photo op stuff, some backgrounds to take pictures of. There's some special merchandise. I see um, uh, a big we'll see what balloon. <laughs> uh, the only one that looks cool is the one where it looks like you take the picture with plain crazy plane. That, yeah. one, that looks cool. But yeah, that's cool. You will also uh, get five hours of uh, free parking in downtown Disney. It's basically like eating at a restaurant. Yeah, so that's a good thing. At least you don't have to uh, pay $30 or $38 and parking. So you have these five hours, you go in there and uh, chill out for like an hour in there and then go downtown Disney, eat, get fat, do some shopping, and all that's all included. So that's that's a good thing about that. And not only because of uh, along with getting fat, you can take your admission ticket over to Marceline's Confectionery and it'll allow you to purchase special treats such as a Mickey Mouse-shaped fudge on a stick and a metallic Mickey cake pop. Should be free. <laughs> uh, don't forget that we're still waiting on uh, stupid Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes to open one of these freaking days. And Sugar Boo and Company. 
All right, so uh, we'll see uh, when uh, all that is about. We'll get reports from Tim, and um, if anyone else goes, all you have to do is email us. Mousefire at gmail.com. And send us your pictures. All right, so we uh, got a little uh, announcement about uh, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. It's going to be speeding into uh, Disney Hollywood Studios on March 31st. But why are we talking about this? Well, I'll tell you why we're talking about this. Because now we know where DJ went. Because DJ was in Cars Land, and DJ said, bye, I'm leaving. That makes sense now. So it had nothing to do with the wall at all. <laughs> uh, he packed his bags and went to the other coast. He so his, he thought he'd be safer in Florida. I guess. Right. So you guys, you know, you, we used to. If you guys went into uh, Cars Land, DJ would come out and spin some tunes, and you can dance with DJ and all that. And uh, did he take his girls with him? I. You know what? That's a good question. Probably not. But he uh, has windshield wipers. Because you know the girls get expensive, and without skin, the humidity really wouldn't affect him. Probably not. So that's why uh, that's where DJ will be now. It's over uh, joining um, Cruz Ramirez and uh, doing, I guess, photo ops and whatnot. But the main thing was the fact that hey, now we know where DJ went because he's not here anymore. Bye. See ya. Adios. Hey. All right. So a little while back, I told you guys that uh, you know I've been talking about every time that some there's all this books and comics and stuff that have been announced that's going to tie into uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over there at the uh, Disney Parks. Well, uh, the uh, we've got a cover color, cover reveal and a bit of a uh, synopsis for the uh, new book that's going to be called Black Spire, which is going to be coming out in uh, August, September, hold August on August 27th. August 27th, which, of course, that means it's going to be t- uh, coming out after ours has opened, but uh, days, just days before Florida opens, that means. So, uh, obviously, it's time more for Florida than it is us. Uh, if you <laughs> If you're going to get it in Florida... You have t- literally like four days to read that shit, so <laughs> better get your move on. But uh, yeah, so this is the one that's by uh, Delilah Dawson, who is previously known for her uh, Captain Phasma book, and among other things. Is he said August twenty seventh? This is going to be uh, featuring Resistance spy v- Vi or V V I Moradi. Basically, it's uh, General Leia Organa has dispatched agents across the galaxy in search of allies. The Vi Marathi is her top spy, and uh, she's been sent to uh, Batu searching for allies, sanctuary, and firepower. And apparently, she's found all three there, uh, despite the uh, presence of the uh, First Order. The book, obviously, there's going to be uh, presumably going to be tie-ins with stuff going on at uh, Galaxy's Edge. As well as uh, probably stuff that might tie into uh, movies, TV shows, cartoons, and whatnot, and all kinds of things. It's all going to tie together in the end. Promise you that. Make sure you use a good knot. Yes, yes, because otherwise, you know, stuff falls apart. (laughs) Uh, People were commenting on the cover, which I will include in the uh, episode photo, uh, but they were uh, joking that... uh, in the cover, she's wearing a jacket with the, uh, literally with the Rebellion logo on, and people were saying, well, she's not much of a spy then, is she? <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. Uh, that's one I'm definitely going to be getting on audiobook. 
Listen to that shit. It is. It's the way to go now, man. You don't need to read books. Just listen to them. It's way easier. Kind of like you don't need need to learn how to uh, tell time on a regular clock. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I can do both. I could even tell military time. So, I mean, that's really no problem for me. But I've also read more than two books. Well, you want a freaking medal? Maybe. All right, so uh, I believe it was uh, on the uh, last week, if we had actually recorded on Tuesday, we, uh, oh yeah, I said tomorrow as in, uh, we were. I thought we were recording, on, I don't know why I thought today was Tuesday. Today's not Tuesday, today's also Monday. But last Monday, if we had recorded last week on Tuesday, we would have recorded the same day as the uh, Toy Story, new Toy Story 4 trailer, which came out that day. Of course, that film will be coming out June 21st for to... Uh, Either destroy everybody's lives or just to be like, eh, meh, I don't care. But uh, depending on how you feel about the Toy Story and whether it's gone too far or whether you even cared at all to begin with, I do like a, I do like a the song in the uh, choice of song in the new trailer. Can't go wrong with uh, the Beach Boys. Everyone, Bonnie made a friend in class. Oh, she's already making friends. No, no, she literally made a new friend. I want you to meet Forky. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi. Ah. <gasps> He's a spook. Yes, yeah, I know. Forky is the most important toy to Bonnie right now. We all have to make sure nothing happens to him. Woody, we have a situation. I am not a toy. I was made for soup, salad, maybe chili, and then the trash. <gasps> Buzz, we've got to get Forky. Affirmative. alive you're bonnie's toy you are going to help create happy memories that will last for the rest of her life huh what oh yeah come on bo bo hi there my name is gabby gabby we can't stay (laughs) yes you can boys Here. No time to explain. Come with me. We need to get back to our kid. Aw, Sheriff Woody, always coming to the rescue. Bonnie needs Forky. Woody, who needs a kid's room when you can have all of this? Wow. Woody, aren't we going to Bonnie? We have to find them. What do we do, Buzz? What would Woody do? Jump out of a moving vehicle. Let's go. Hey, you gotta go, you gotta go. If you should ever leave me. You've handled this lost toy life better than I could. Open your eyes, Woody. There's plenty of kids out there. Sometimes change can be good. You can't teach this old toy new tricks. You'd be surprised. Bonnie? We're going home, Forky. Bonnie, I'm coming! On my way, Woody! Kids lose their toys every day. I was made to help a child. I don't remember it being this hard. Woody, somebody's whispering in your ear. Everything's gonna be okay. Tearjerker. Nah. You are emotionally shallow. I am because uh, I'm like, what kind of stupid child uh, has all these freaking toys and then creates a spork toy i mean all kids just, create toys that's stupid no oh it's not stupid you don't remember being a child i do and i had lots of toys and i didn't need to create them 
You never like took a head off one and put it on another. That's not the same as it's making a toy out of a spork. Literally the same thing. It's a spork. It's having creativity. Child has all these toys that just show, this child obviously has ADHD if she has all these toys. A lot of kids have ADHD. Uh, well, just buy the kid another toy. What is she poor? Did she get all these toys well, secondhand? You, she did get them secondhand. Well, then there you go. Get Don't some you more remember toys. Toy Story Three? She literally has a no. I never saw that one. Andy gives the toys to the little girl. Well, that shows she how... She gets them secondhand. Well, then she's disrespecting Andy's wi- uh, honor by building other toys from okay. scratch. Okay, Rant Man. Well, just saying. Listen, the trailer, like, hits the heartstrings, and all of the Toy Story movies have been cry fests. So, like, this one's probably going to be no different. If you didn't cry during any of the Toy Story movies, then, like... You have, like, emotional issues. No. It just means I don't have that much connection to the to toys like that. No, it's not It's not the toys. Come on, back me up here, Diggs. It's the fact that he was made he's, as a toy to help children. He's biased to Disney movies. You can't... He's you gonna, just don't have a heart. That's the I thing. I have a heart. I, I had plenty of toys. I don't have this kind one. of... No, that You're heartless. Mean, oh, my gosh. Whatever. <laughs> no, I don't... I haven't played Kingdom Hearts. Speaking of rants, it has come to my attention that uh, some people either are uh, listening to things out of context on our podcast or they're not listening to every podcast and therefore they're taking things out of context or uh, apparently I've been told that I'm not pointing out things enough, which uh, I know I am. Uh, Just if people aren't paying attention, that's their problem. If you want to have your own opinion, and uh, if you don't like our opinion, you can get your own damn podcast. That's first of all. If you don't like it, that's too bad. If you've listened to our podcast for some time, you already know that we don't care. Stop scare, listening. Scare away the listeners. Stop listening. You? We don't care. If you don't like it, go away. People who want to listen are going to listen. At this point, it's like we probably have hardly any listeners anyways. So it's like the ones that are going to stay are going to stay no matter what we say. So, I mean, I'm fine with it. Anonymous anonymous listener number 1,412. Uh, you can listen just to me. You don't have to listen to him. Uh, that's so pretty uh, much, uh, apparently you... there's somebody who, th- who got offended by the fact that I was uh, referring to all of the, uh, the whiny man babies, mostly whiny man babies. There were some women in there, too, because they're apparently slaves to their... Uh, their to their husband's uh, misogyny or something like that or whatever words you want to use for that. But uh, I have pointed out many times since the, it was first talked about that uh, there are many, many types of people going that were going around uh, talking about how uh, the movie Captain Marvel uh, should do bad because, uh, A, Brie Larson made so-and-so comments that uh, she didn't make because you people don't know how to read. Uh, number two... Brie Larson said that uh, uh, white men couldn't come to the, and see the movie, which she didn't say because you didn't know how to read. Uh, number three, uh, Brie Larson is a, uh, a big feminist who hates men, which uh, isn't true because you don't know how to read. Uh, number four, uh, that uh, Captain Marvel is nothing but uh, feminist uh, propaganda and uh, is is uh, a movie uh, that is made to bring down the male establishment. <laughs> uh, and these are actual things that I've seen written. 
What about the movie with uh, Taraji P. Henson and she's like can read men's minds? What women? What men want? What about what it? about that movie? Is that, I don't is know. that one to take down the male establishment? Probably. It's got a couple of female. Uh, yeah, leads. probably because nowadays anything that has a female lead, going back to especially uh, the Star Wars movies with uh, Ray and uh, now Captain Marvel. Of course, these people would be like, "Well, we liked Wonder Woman." So here's really to- because it sounds. Uh, I seem to remember a lot of people that were bitching and complaining about Wonder Woman. And also, we're bitching and complaining about uh, free screenings for Wonder Woman that were, or screenings for Wonder Woman that were only for women to go to, and uh, things like that. Anyways, getting back to Captain Marvel, uh, if if you are <coughs> offended when I say that uh, people who didn't like Captain Marvel were feminist or not feminist, misogynist, then uh, maybe you have a guilty conscience because I never said that people didn't like Captain Marvel were misogynist i was specifically referring to those who are misogynists who don't like captain marvel if you don't like and have been vocal about and have been vocal about it if you don't like captain marvel for whatever reason is your own then i wasn't talking to you okay he's really angry so what i'm going to do is clarify wait i'm not done also furthermore do not do not and you i guarantee you will not be taken seriously do not try to come at us with a bunch of typos and grammatical errors and uh, misspelled words in your uh, in your uh, attack, uh, unless you just want to be belittled. Because that's where we draw the line. Anyways, well, unless I'm, you want to gonna... be belittled, or should I say peanut brittled? Okay, I'm gonna uh, clarify. We got a this is a Twitter response uh, or Instagram response. It's an IG response. I won't say who it is, but they have uh, their their image is don't panic, which I think is great. That's a hitchhiker's guide. Reference. I know, which makes me sad that this. But look person at look at my obviously. look at my shirt tonight, though. I'm wearing a hitchhiker's guide shirt, so I know it made uh, me really sad. Nonetheless, he says, uh, "Okay, I'm a fan of you guys' show. I think he, you know that's just a typo thing. You know, your guys' show, but you need to stop calling people misogynistic just because they don't like Captain Marvel or a certain topic or movie that you don't agree with." Uh, it doesn't mean they're misogynistic people have different PR misogynistic people have different opinions. You don't have to belittle them. Uh, love. I love your guys podcast. Uh, he did say, I don't have, you don't have to brittle them. Like which is why you said peanut brittle. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just think maybe they didn't listen to the whole thing or have an understanding that you, you know, maybe somebody like fast forwarded and picked up in the middle. That's their problem. Not mine. Okay. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say not everybody has time to listen to all of the random then blabbering Then they should keep their do. mouth shut about comments if they don't have the context. They should say, do you? How about or we they appreciate you listening? How about we appreciate you listening to our podcast? I appreciate Thanks that you... for sharing your opinion I appreciate with us. that you uh, pre- uh, that you act like you, uh, pre- uh, that you listen to our podcast. What do you think there, boss man? I have no opinion. Oh, wow. This is uh, Diggs over here. Stay in Switzerland. Yes. Nonetheless. What man Anthony thinks, man Anthony thinks that uh, you're whack, and I think uh, thank you for sharing your opinion. You can just listen to me from now on. All right. With that being said, Captain Marvel box office update. Still killing it and owning the man babies. But seriously. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. All right, so Captain Marvel has brought its North American tally to three hundred and twenty million 
on top of the 589 million from overseas for a global haul of 910 million dollars. In other words, so only 90 more million dollars to get up to 1 billion dollars. It is now the 10th biggest comic book release of all time. Uh, has already surpassed Thor Ragnarok, Venom, Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, it's not too, it's not too hard to bypass them. Venom actually did a, actually really well, surprisingly. People probably thought it was going to be... I mean, it's not that it was bad, but people probably thought it was going to be like, you know, the next Spider-Man movie or something. I mean, it might be the next Spider-Man movie, but... So, uh, despite what everybody would have thought and, uh, you know, supposed boycotts and misogyny and man babies and uh, crying complainters and... Uh, complainters? Complainters and uh, peanut brittles and everything. Uh, Captain Marvel is kicking ass and taking names. And on the flip side, uh, Shazam is going to be out soon. It already came out with a few... Uh, with a few screens last weekend, I saw it. It was fantastic. Uh, but uh, the thing is, is that uh, hey, you don't have to fight over them. You can be like Brie Larson and Zachary Levi and be like, hey, both movies are great. We can like both movies. We don't have to fight over which movie is better or which movie has the biggest whatever. We don't have to fight over who the real cap quote unquote real Captain Marvel is. We just have to say, hey, both movies are good. And that's all you have to do. You don't have to be such a stupid person. All right, well, we got the word, kind of a leaked uh, bit of information that, uh, number one, uh, we got an official, maybe unofficial, official uh, running time for uh, Avengers Endgame. Well, strap in, folks, and make sure you do, uh, drink a small soda and go to the bathroom before three hours and two minutes. Sweet. Really? And uh, here's what you do: you just go see the movie twice, and then you go to your you do your bathroom breaks at different times. That way, you see the whole thing. Sure. Oh, I like that idea. Or you just great idea. Yeah, it or is just a good don't idea. have to go to the bathroom in the middle of a movie. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, when you're diabetic, well, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go. Oh, you gotta go. But uh, uh, there's so many people online complaining today about long movies. I'm like, where were you people when? Uh, are you? People? They're probably the same ones who think that uh, Titanic is uh, an epic or something like that because. You know, uh, they so soon they forget that Titanic was over three hours. W- wasn't uh, Out of Africa a very long movie? Uh, I don't remember, but probably. I remember one time it was on HBO, and it, it even had a intermission. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, what about uh, the Lord of the Rings movies? Uh, clearly, these people never went uh, to the theater and saw either Gettysburg or Gardens and Generals and sat through those four-hour epics. So, uh Yes, make sure you guys prepare accordingly for a three-hour and two-minute extravaganza of death and destruction and uh, whatever else is going to happen in that movie. But uh, a real quick, Outer Africa was two hours and 41 minutes. Oh, okay, almost there. Not quite, though. Yeah. The uh, We also got word of possibility through a leaked... Uh, theater in New Jersey or New Hampshire or some stupid place over there uh, <laughs> that uh, tickets may or may not be going on sale for Endgame a uh, week from tomorrow on Tuesday the uh, whatever the second Tuesday the second tickets for Endgame may or may not be going on sale uh, it would appear that based on the uh, the long run time that your first showings will be at 6pm rather than the Normal seven, 
Although that is not necessarily true because they have been doing a lot of those 4 p.m. Uh, and 4 or 5 p.m. showings for uh, opening day now lately. So uh, really, who knows? But, uh, I mean, I guess it, it's going to depend on the theater just because that particular three theater has their first showing at 6 p.m. doesn't mean all theaters will. I think it depends on the movie that the theater chains contract with the the distributor that they say, hey, how early can we show this on Thursday? Because all these Thursday afternoon uh, evening tra- you know, showings are in lieu of the old school midnight release. Right. I mean, and they just keep getting earlier and earlier. You know, we all, it, yeah, it used to be the midnight. And then... It started getting earlier, well, 10 p.m. That shooting 8 happened because of, and it then bat- it got to Batman. seven. Well, yeah, the then shooting it, happened at Batman and a, map, a, a midnight release, and after that they just didn't do them anymore. But then they uh, they started doing the uh, the seven o'clock on uh, the day before. That became the new thing, and then uh, recently some movies that we've gone to see actually had uh, Thursday showings as early as four o'clock. Yeah. And then even like the uh, the advanced screening of Shazam that I was mentioning earlier had a first showing at four o'clock. So uh, really going to depend on your theater, but just uh, <clears throat> just keep in mind that that uh, on Tuesday the uh, April second that uh, your end game tickets might be going on sale that day. So just be ready because the end of times has come. All right. Well, it hasn't. The end of games has the come. end of games is actually because uh, not only is uh, next Tuesday when the tickets might come out, but tomorrow Tuesday for us uh, is actually exactly one month till the movie comes out. So here's my question: Dolby or IMAX? Uh, probably Dolby first, Dolby. and then IMAX. All right, and also as reported last week, uh, the uh, Disney and now Fox are done. That's it. Disney, uh, all. All uh, most most of your former uh, 20th century Fox properties now are uh, officially part of Disney. TV and film. TV and film. Simpsons, Family Guy, The Orville. This is the largest uh, crowning of Disney princesses in history. <laughs> uh, yes, including uh, Marge Simpson. Marge Simpson. Klinger from Mash. Klinger. The Alien Queen, yes. Anastasia. No one cares about her. I do. Okay. <laughs> Diggs gave me a high five. You guys in your bias. Anastasia is way better than half of Disney movies. So moving Talk on. About bias. Who else? Now, uh, just uh, some details that uh, obviously, unfortunately, a lot of people are pissed off at Disney uh, because it was announced that, what, three, 4,000 jobs were lost due to the... Uh, the merger. This is something that wasn't... Dis- I mean, I, they almost should have announced it ahead of time so that people wouldn't be pissed off. Right. The thing that people don't understand and the people that are super ignorant about is the fact that this would have happened even if Fox had been sold to Comcast, who was the next biggest bidder. It might have been different people that lost their jobs. It might have been different people who had lost their jobs, but there would have been a huge loss of jobs regardless of what had happened. And that's because of something called redundancies. Right. Because, I mean, when you get two companies that come together, you're going to have a bunch of positions, uh, especially. And uh, I don't know why you guys are mad and feel sorry for them because, like, 75% of those 3,000 people that lost their jobs were all uh, uh, VP and senior VPs and all kinds of. These are people that probably have the ability to just retire. Those are all people that make more money than you will in, like, three years. So I don't know why you would feel sorry for them, anyways. But that's your business. I don't even like think I said, years. these people make these people make their I know, I was lifetime just, salaries I was being, in ten years. I was being kind. Yeah. 
But the, uh, I mean, gonna, there's only so many VPs of digital marketing that you can have. Exactly. I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's sad when people lose their jobs, but you know, this is something that would have happened regardless. Like I said, if Comcast had bought Fox, it would have happened. Everybody just loves hating on Disney because that's the cool thing to do nowadays. But uh, that's just a fact of the life of the way it's going to be, and a fact of life. You know, things go that way. If it's like if it's not one person buying, they it's also, another. They but, also a lot of these people knew going in. I mean, as soon as Fox announced that it was for sale, a lot of them had to know that. Right, and if you're going to blame anyway, if you're going to blame anybody, don't blame Disney. Blame Fox. They're the ones who agreed to sell. If Fox had decided to just stay as one company like uh, they could have, then there'd be nobody losing jobs. Damn you, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, well. Uh, Rupert Murdoch. Uh, those of us who are Dodger fans have our own deep-seated uh, hatred for Rupert Murdoch anyways. but uh, I don't like that guy. Yeah, we don't like that guy. He but owned the Dodgers for a minute? He did own the Dodgers for more than a minute, and then long enough to destroy them, basically. Mm. So... Uh, yeah, a lot of things are happening. Uh, it was announced that uh, the uh, independent uh, Fox studio, Fox 2000, would be shutting its doors. Uh, it was only notably known for a few uh, well-known movies such as Hidden Figures, Marley and Me, and uh, a couple others. I don't know if that's included as part of the numbers that was announced or if that's going to be a separate number of layoffs. That's probably the one that's going to have the most... Uh, you know, uh, lower end layoffs as far as normal people getting laid off, not uh, just higher ups. But uh, these are all things that happen in the long run. You're going to see probably jobs being created as well as uh, Disney opens up uh, different Fox, uh, you know, things to uh, more jobs and more possible opportunities of films that are going to be released under the uh, 20th Century Fox umbrella. Uh, surely more jobs will be created at some point. Uh, Disney one of, Fox. One of the more interesting things that that I actually just learned that came out of that was that uh, uh, Fox Entertainment will be keeping the rights and still be using the uh, the the Fox uh, lot in uh, Century City. Uh, I had wondered who that was going to go to. Uh, apparently, that was a, a sticking point for Fox that they would get to keep that and that they wouldn't give up that uh, the that the Fox Studio. Uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, another one, another little item that maybe some people had thought about or hadn't thought about, uh, The Simpsons at Universal uh, is an interesting thing because apparently there was a 20-year uh, deal is what the rumor is, is that there was a 20-year deal signed between Fox and Universal at the time for Simpsons, which means that Fox, uh, <clears throat> which means at this point uh, Universal has the rights to keep Simpsons in uh, their parks until at least 2028, if that uh, is true. Mm. Because that, you know, that could be interesting. Because the, uh, the that... license was bought originally in 2008 when they opened the Simpsons ride, and then it was just expanded upon when they built Springfield. So that could be interesting, though, because you know how Universal has the Marvel stuff? Now, yes, Disney... that exact point was brought up, is that it could become a bargaining chip later on where... Uh, you know, they don't want to remove the Simpsons. Right. And they just say, you know, it's fine. And just give up this one little section of one park. That's right. basically all they need to do. Yeah, yeah, the Simpsons and the Marvel at some point are probably going to become a bargaining chip, depending on which one has the longer deal. Uh, some speculate that because Simpsons is already on its 30th year, and it's more than likely that Simpsons uh, is going to stale as an interest, uh, interested, interesting uh, product, uh, 
you know, sooner than say Marvel will, that it's more than likely that Universal would just willingly give up the uh, the Simpsons, uh, you know, property, uh, the Simpsons uh, rights when they when it comes time. So yeah, lots of uh, lots of craziness, lots of stuff going to happen. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns. We have to see what a lot of things are going to happen because now uh, a lot of decisions are going to be in Disney's court. Uh, they have to get a lot of people. Whoever's going to be in charge of a lot of the Fox stuff has to really step up, and then you know we're going to find out whether you know does Disney want to continue to keep putting Simpsons on. Plus, the other thing we have to remember too is that before. Fox was basically playing their own shows uh, on the Fox channel, whatever your Fox channel is. Ours is ele- channel 11. Uh, whoever, wherever you live, it might be something different. But uh, as of right, as of before the deal, uh, Fox was showing mostly its own shows. Obviously, some shows were made you know, by Warner Brothers or whoever, but they're showing their own shows like uh, Simpsons and stuff like that, the Orville. But uh, now under the new deal... Uh, Fox is having to pay Disney to show those shows because now it's considered uh, a uh, licensed show. Well, they don't, uh, they it don't would be the, the same network. as... They don't own the network. Fox owns the network still. Yeah. So Fox is still going to own the network, so in order for Fox to be able to show Simpsons and Orville and all those shows, well, okay. they will now have to be paying Disney <laughs> well, to show God. those shows rather than them just being their own shows. And so now it basically becomes... Well, they're the, paying Disney as the studio. Yes. Uh, Disney, uh, if you go to the Walt Disney Company's uh, uh, website, now there is a new banner that they have put up as of the uh, effective date of the deal that now has uh, uh, side-by-side lined up in little boxes with Walt Disney Company in the middle. Uh, You have uh, an image from Shape of Water. You have Woody from Toy Story. You have uh, characters from Pen from uh, Avatar. You have Captain Marvel. You have Bart Simpson. You have Deadpool. You have Sorcerer Mickey. You have uh, Donald Glover from something that I don't know what that is. And you have Elsa and whoever that is. All right, Ducktales. Woo! Has <laughs> been nominated for two Emmys. Really? Yes, one for uh, the season one finale. Shadow War. You guys all saw the season one finale? I don't believe I'm that far yet. Wow, how far behind are you? Just seriously, that's like season one. season one one break. That's like two years ago. Really? Was it been that long? No, No. but it's been a long time. So uh, I won't give any spoilers about what the uh, last episode is about since you haven't seen it. But uh, the last episode of season one called Shadow War was nominated for an outstanding Emmy or whatever for uh, best... uh, single episode or whatever the hell the heck it's called uh special class animation and then the casting department was also nominated for uh the outstanding cast uh other uh disney animated shows or disney shows period that were nominated for emmys i don't know exactly what though uh big hero six uh the mickey mouse shorts for some reason uh big city greens whatever that is uh, Rapunzel's Tangled Tangled Adventure, which uh, is cool because I also watched that. That's a great show. Uh, Mech X4 and Walk the Prank for some reason. So, For some reason. For some reason. Just because you don't watch it for some reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I noticed uh, there's a significant uh, thing that's left out here. And, uh, gee, I wonder why 
but uh, apparently Andy Mack was not nominated for an Emmy. Uh, a lot of people uh, were uh, kind of upset that uh, it was not, uh, especially considering all the uh, pretty serious uh, themes that Andy Mack has been dealing with. But then again, that may be exactly why it wasn't nominated. So, uh, Who's Andy Mack? My brother. So yeah, cool. And now it's time for Tales from the Disneyverse. Uh, do you guys want fifty three thousand dollars from you? No, just I mean, would you, I mean from you? Is fifty three thousand dollars something that sounds nice from you? Let's answer the question reasonably. Sure, fifty three thousand dollars. Yes, yeah, I think all right. So, sure. Do you like to cosplay? No. Oh. Do you? Do you live in the UK? No. No. Oh. Uh, how do you feel about dressing up like a princess? What's Brexit? <laughs> uh, that's the Dumbo opening day when the UK's financial system will come to a collapse or come to a crash. Uh, okay, so what's going on, and I'm asking these questions, is that a family in Hert- Hertfordshire, Hertfordshire, England? Bless you. you. Yes. Uh, Jinx. Uh, they're uh, looking for a part-time nanny that's willing to dress up like a Disney princess for their twin daughters every day. The family <laughs> says they understand it's unusual, but they want somebody to dress up like a Disney princess, a different Disney princess, for their Disney-obsessed five-year-old girls each month and take really, like, really take on the role. So basically a month of Ariel, a month of Cinderella, a month of Sleeping Beauty, and so on. Sounds legit. <laughs> uh, we're looking to somebody that can really commit to the character and create a fun atmosphere in our home, but also won't be afraid to be a disciplinarian because, and I'm going to um, uh, paraphrase here, but their daughters are a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, to, uh, to uh, never mind. Paraphrase, go ahead. <clears throat> yes, to paraphrase uh, some movie, uh, you give me $53,000, I'll put on whatever you want me to. Exactly. <laughs> Whoa. So uh, the family says they believe a nanny dressed as the girl's favorite princesses would be a great way to teach them values about determination, compassion, fearlessness, and ambition. Uh, Like how to get a man, apparently. (laughs) Uh, The job pays $53,000. That's misogynistic. It is. A man. The job pays $53,000 a year and involves picking up the girls after school four days a week and doing Disney-related activities like baking, singing, cooking dinner, and possibly putting them to bed. So do basically, get, the most misogynistic things you could have them do. Do I get a Chrysler Sebring? Uh, at least. Hey, you know it what? Might be a, Sorry, that was it an might office be a joke. Fiat Sebring, but that know, was an office joke. I know. Hey, hey, you know what you can also do is uh, maybe uh, help them make their own toys. <laughs> it's possible out of sports. Uh, we know this isn't exactly a normal job offer, but we think it's a great opportunity for somebody to really get creative and add a little magic to our girls' lives. Uh, that's it. But today. Is a double. Now, this one's for you guys as much as it is for other one. It is a rumor. I'll pair. I'll start by saying that it is a rumor, but it's such a great rumor that I would that would make me so so happy that uh, I I just had to. I'm like so giddy about this. One. <laughs> they're getting rid of Fantasmic. No, <laughs> it's, it's better than that. They're get, they're canceling I'm Frozen forever. Just going to read it. For many years, the theme parks of the Walt Disney World Resorts and Disneyland Resort have been overly strict on the... I've heard this Haven't one. been overly strict on the size of strollers brought in by guests. Well, it appears as if all of that may soon change as stroller size limits will soon be strictly enforced, as will the no wagons policy. Yeah, I saw that. As of May 1st. 
Supposedly. Uh, supposedly, yeah. If you check out the prohibited items list, you'll see that these guests may not bring strollers larger than 36 by 52, any trailer-like object pushed or towed by a convenience vehicle, wheelchair, or stroller, uh, pushed by another person, including wagons. That's what it says now. Yes. That, well, it currently says it, but it's not enforced. Well, I know. I'm clarifying for people listening yeah. that that's what it, the uh, regulations say now, but it's not strictly enforced. What I find interesting about that, and I don't know if you noticed, is that the uh, the supposed new regulations will shrink the stroller size by six inches, I believe. I sure hope so. <laughs> uh, now, these rules have not always been enforced. They resulted in big wagons being brought in, stroller-like creations that look like Cinderella's coach, or even larger vehicles. Well, it appears Disney's going to start cracking down on these items and enforcing rules in the strict manager, which really they need to do before this Galaxy's Edge nonsense starts, because... Any, I mean, even six inches of space is a lot of space when you multiply it by 10,000 people bringing in strollers <laughs> right. every day. Uh, the wagon thing, you know, they don't, they've never allowed any wagon that's pulled. But now these guys are making these wagons, which are basically padded things that fold up. And they've got a little roof, some of them. And they're, they have a push bar. They're called keen strollers. Yeah. yeah. So they're. These keen strollers are, they have a push bar, even though they don't always use the push bar. Sometimes they use the pull bar in the park. But because they have a push bar, they sort of are allowed in. But they're too big. So that's my opinion. Anyway, uh, it goes on to say that there's nothing official from Disney yet, but they've heard May 1st. um, And, uh, yeah, and then it goes on to pitch some vacation planner that we're not going to talk about. File that under, I'll believe it when I see it. Believe it when you see it. I'll believe it when I see it, but I also sure freaking hope so. Me too. Yeah. Uh, It's about time. We've talked about strollers so many times. The thing is is that, uh, and I don't know who wrote that, but I think it's probably the same article I saw. The thing is is that, number one, Disney will not announce it. This is by Dr. Disney. Well, I mean, how could you... How could you not believe it? It's he's a doctor. There you go. Believe everything the doctor well be, tells you. Might, I mean, you know, Dr. Dre, yeah, it was yeah. a donation. <laughs> you know, it's possible Disney may not announce it. However... No, it's 100% that Disney will not announce it because that's not something that they're in the habit of announcing. It's something that they will just change. I, they may make a blog post about no, it. No, they won't. But it would happen three weeks after they put it into no, effect. No, they're not going to announce it at all because that's not the sort of thing... If you've followed at all the types of things that Disney announces and doesn't announce, that is 100% the type of thing that Disney will not announce. Just because there's negativity Well, involved. no, it's just because Disney is not in the habit of announcing uh, policy changes. Usually they just do it. And then usually... And then you're at the gate usually and they say, oh, I'm so very sorry. It's, third, blah, party, blah, blah, it's blah. third parties that usually are the ones who end up having to report on it. Like when they supposedly, when they got rid of selfie sticks, they... Vaguely announced it. They put up signs, but they didn't officially and never announce the selfie sticks. So they might put signs in the Esplanade that say stroller uh, size limitations or whatever. The whole controversy that happened, whatever, two two years ago now about the uh, tripods, that was never announced. That was all just left up to the, uh, basically they implied that it's left up to the discretion of the security uh, people, which uh, or or the bag check, whoever was doing bag check at the time. So... It's really a whole, uh, you know, I mean, it's one of those things that it's, they're not going to announce it. It's just going to be one of those things where you're just going to have to start noticing whether they're allowing big strollers in or not. And We'll hear know. about it from Dr. Disney. Uh, sure. They'll have an I told you so article. Sure. 
So I'm super excited about that, and I really want to hear or at least find out who it is that they hire. Uh, and will this, will, for the nanny job, you know, because, I mean, will the will the woman be doing different accents? Like when she dresses up as Merida, will it be Scottish? That's been all from Tales from the Disneyverse. But seriously, if you have a Tales from the Disneyverse, if you'd like to pitch something to me, you can send me a message. Or email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Speaking of emails. Well, you want the bad news or the really bad news? All right, our first email is from Ernesto. Ernesto, I'm going to read your email. Whoa. Whoa. He's in you. A question inspired by Podcast 161. Uh, uh, how we, long ago was that? We can't do math. Uh, four episodes ago. Yeah. Four episodes ago. Okay. Yo, guys. While I was listening to episode 161 and the segment of the Aladdin was being discussed, a question came to mind. Do you think it came up during the initial pitch of this movie that it was considered using Robin Williams' voice only from the original voice tracks or possibly with today's technology to mimic the actor's voice? Uh, would the fans have an issue with that if it was approved by his immediate family? I think that's a really good question. Uh, I think the answer is no. If they can do a Tupac hologram at Coachella, <laughs> then they can take, uh, or even like they have a Michael Jackson hologram at the Michael Jackson experience in Vegas uh, during the Man in the Mirror track. Uh, I think that they, they could do something like that very easily. Either you know they use pieces of the thing. They maybe have to do a different order so that it didn't sound like exactly the same soundtrack. You know, track. But what do you think, Diggs? I mean, I know that I don't know if we got your opinion because you're Switzerland. But uh, <laughs> Anthony thinks that there's no way. Or did you say that there was no way that they would have used Robin Williams? Or was that a conversation I was having with somebody else? You mean if he was still alive? Yeah, yeah. I think it's it would have been possible. Yeah, it's really hard to say. Now, but well, no, as far was, as what he's talking about with them using his uh, voice and or using the tracks, the same tracks from the original, no, that would, that would have been stupid. I don't think it would have been stupid. I no, because it's, it's like because it, you already got enough people complaining that these remakes shouldn't even be done to begin with. Much less if you start using actual dialogue from the originals, that's really going to piss people off. You I mean, I bet they, you know I bet saying, they though, could right? computer. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying, but it's going to be kind of like the same thing of using. Audio from uh, Carrie Fisher in Star Wars, but the uh, the car from Carrie Fisher though is left over from either uh, is left over from Force Awakens or Last Jedi. It's recent. It's a uh, it's not it's unused or partially unused stuff. It's not there. They wouldn't be taking like the whole dialogue from like uh, Empire Strikes Back and just and having it be her dialogue again. I think, and that that's what they're that's what he's saying is the using. All of Robin Williams' dialogue from Aladdin and having Aladdin have the exact same dialogue. No, I think that's that's the way he phrased it, but that's not what he meant. He's saying, could they have used pieces of it to basically computer recreate? No, he said both things. Right. So I don't think either of those I things should have been done. I think that they could have made a complete computer recreation. I don't know. I do think it's reaching. If uh, he had died mid-production or something like that, they would have done it. That's different. Yeah. But they would have delayed the release and said, "Hey, we're going to computer recreate." But that's the rest not what happened. Thing. So I don't. I don't think they. That should have been an option at all. Nonetheless, uh, it was. You know what it was? It was my friend Jesse that I was talking to, and I made a post about how James Earl Jones was recast as Mufasa in The Lion King, and that if Robin, oh, I said that I really liked the trailer. Screw the haters. I think Will Smith's going to do a great job. Although, 
as much as I liked it at the very end, I got a little bit of sad that there was no Robin Williams. And he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, you know, it's, you know, he died. And he, how could there be Robin Williams? And I said, I think that if he'd been alive, there's a strong possibility, at least 50% chance that they would have recast him because that's what they did with Mufasa. It's a, such an iconic Mufasa is not that big of a role. He doesn't have as much dialogue. It's not a matter of as much and dialogue. And they haven't the done it with any they haven't done it with any of the other movies. The performance I think uh, is so Jungle iconic. Book, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, Maleficent. They haven't used any original voices for any of those. The I mean that's just a choice by uh John Favreau to use uh James Earl Jones as Mufasa. And that may even been something where uh, they may have already had James Earl Jones around for something else, or he may have owned him for something for Star Wars. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, who knows whatever the reason. But uh, as far as James Earl Jones as Mufasa, it's a small <laughs> amount of dialogue uh, as opposed to the genie who has probably a substantial amount of dialogue where, I mean, to recreate that or to do whatever. Or like I said, even if Robin was still alive, there's still no guarantee that they would have used him. All right, thank you for your email there, Ernesto. All right, our next email is from Dan the Mailman, and I just want to say real quick that he could have been here today uh, recording because he's on spring break, but he chose to go to the Angel game and watch his team lose to the Dodgers. And a game that doesn't even mean anything. Exactly. I wanted to go to the Freeway Series, though. I would have gone with you, Dan. In fact, I think I told you, let us know when the tickets are available and we'll all, we could all go together, and we would have recorded tomorrow night. Did he tell you that the tickets were a certain price? He didn't tell Dan, me Dan, what is going on? Maybe we just don't want to go anywhere with anybody. Well, <laughs> he, he doesn't like us as much as he says he does. Uh, I'm going to not paraphrase. I'm going to do Dan some justice here with his email, though. I'm going to read it, okay? It says, Mousepire. I just returned. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. He already Back missed, it up. You already missed the subject line. Oh, it says ramblings. <laughs> there you go. Mousepire. I just returned from a week up north touring potential colleges for the students, not me. <laughs> LOL. First, I want to clear something up with Rantman. I wasn't asking his permission to like <laughs> Captain Marvel more than Black Panther, just discussing on why I thought it was a better movie. But thank you for allowing me to like it. You're welcome. Dan, he doesn't care. Anyway, every time we go up north uh, on true. this trip, we pass the Walt Disney Family Museum. It's very near the Golden Gate Bridge. Maybe one day I'll actually go in. I'm going to pause and say that, Dan, you arranged this field trip. You could probably add it to your tour. But then you would have to pay for all the kids again. And yeah. or, uh, no, you add it to their cost and they have to pay. No. Otherwise, they can sit outside with their thumbs up their butts. That's not how that works. Well, I'm going to continue on. But I, you could probably figure out how to work it out if you really wanted. And they're super cool up there. If you said, hey, I've got this busload of 32 kids or whatever, I'm sure they'd cut you a sweet deal. Um, nonetheless, he goes on to say, also stop to show the students where Pixar studios is, which you should do as well. Cause it's like walking distance from the family museum and you can see the Yoda statue outside and a stormtrooper, I believe at least inside. If not, there might be a C3PO you can see too. He said Pixar. Oh, well I'm talking about the Lucasfilm. Well, that's thing. Not... I read Pixar <clears throat> and I heard and I said, well, all of it counts. Okay. That's why I read the emails. <laughs> Moving along. They get a kick out of that, even if they can't go in. I'm currently sitting at the Angels game, and they are playing the Dodgers and are up 3-2. to two. That didn't last long. Uh, <laughs> if I can type an email from here, what's everyone else's excuse? Exactly. Right there. Oh. 
Ordinarily, we'd hear fireworks from here, but not tonight, since it's Monday. My goal is to actually watch Ant-Man and the Wasp this week to see the tie-in to Endgame, so we'll see how that works out. Hopefully, we get to see you all soon. Dan out. Now, he uh, did text me and said, hey, they have fireworks going on. Is it because of spring break? I'm like, yes. So they do have fireworks going on right now uh, during the spring break. So I guess he actually did see some fireworks over at the Disneyland area. Uh, I just want to point out that uh, despite Tim's uh, flub on uh, thinking that uh, the Pixar Studios is where Lucasfilm is. No, I just uh, mentally mixed the two up in my head. I do want to know why you were uh, near the Walt Disney Family Museum in the Presidio area and did not visit the uh, Lucasfilm and go take a picture in front of the Yoda statue or Yoda fountain. That would have been uh, awesome. Those roads are but, tight uh, in a bus, though. I don't know if a bus It's true, if he was on a there. bus, yeah. Plus, uh, the parking lot where... The where Lucasfilm is, uh, there's actually a security guard there, and you actually have to talk to the security guard and have him open the gate and let you in. But if you just tell him that you're just going to visit Lucasfilm, uh, they just let you in. But there's still a guard there that you actually have to talk to. And That's interesting, because in. when we drove in, we drove to the Family Museum first, and then when our day ended there, we just went down whatever Google guided us, and we were just suddenly near... Lucasfilm, where we found somewhere to park and walk right up. There was no gate or anything, but that was about three years ago. No, I mean, to get into the parking lot where, by Lucasfilm, there's a gate. Oh, to in park order to somewhere. just park yeah. at the parking lot that's right adjacent to where Lucasfilm is. So okay. unless you park somewhere else, but we the parking just lot like that's... along those street. Right the parking there. lot that's right next to Lucasfilm, you have to actually go through a gate and talk to a guy. But he just lets you in as long as you say, just say, oh, I'm going to go take pictures by the Yoda Fountain. All right, thank you for your email there, Dan, the mailman. Yeah. Now, Dan did have a good point. If he could go ahead and write an email from watching his uh, team lose to the Dodgers, uh, what is everyone else's excuse? Uh, you guys have any comments, you questions of the week, tips of the tips of the weeks, question of the weeks, question of the day? If you have uh, a story about going to Lucasfilm and you saw a Pixar character... <laughs> All you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. He cut you off like 10 seconds ago. Yeah, probably. Uh, speaking of losers, Lucasfilm. Loser film. Loser, <laughs> loser, loser film. Loser film. Uh, speaking of Lucasfilm, rather the Lucas Museum, I found out that a friend of mine is actually working on Hey, their, Angel uh, scored on a wild pitch. <laughs> I found out that a friend of mine uh, is actually working on part of their integrated systems. Like that's what he does. He does quality QC quality control for um, tech systems, mostly for hospitals. But uh, he's like, I guess going to be working on that too, which is super cool. So I'm hoping that maybe, maybe he'll get me some like early or you know something something. You never know. Sex? <laughs> <laughs> no, his fiance or girlfriend is. Uh, his girlfriend is my like best friend, one of my best female friends. I know you said he's gonna give you a little something, something, <laughs> I and I was like, know, well. I know. That's what I was doing. <laughs> All right, so I have a uh, Max Pass uh, review to, to share with you Whoa. guys. Whoa! Is it where you showed up and the line was like two hours long? No. So uh, while we were that we were there at the park on Saturday, everyone got Max Passes for the day because on the Wednesday the kids uh, they were in the park performed and then they uh came back in the park same thing on thursday the, in the park went to go perform they did that um workshop they do and then they go back in the park but saturday was a day for all of them to do whatever they wanted to do 
And as uh, long as they were with a chaperone, <laughs> yeah. But they all got max passes, and the review came in that it was they thought it was worth it because they were able to, of course, what we already know, book a time to a return time, and then while you're waiting, go on another ride. And, and then usually book another return time before you even go. Exactly. To show up. So they really enjoyed doing that. Uh, when I was there with them, we uh, actually went on Radio Springs Racers. All thirteen of us did single rider line, <laughs> which was boom. Wow. Waited seven minutes in line. Did and, any of you sit together? Um, uh, two of them sat in the same car, but one one row, one the other. So that one worked out. But yeah, seven minutes it took to, and that line, you know, that line was long. If you just want to ride it, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and especially the kids who are—they've never been there and they've never ridden that ride. Right. So who cares if you're with your friends or not? Just get on that. Not riding single rider on racers sort of labels you as a codependent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have if like your your need to be next to the person that you went to the park with or your best friend or whatever. I mean, I can understand going for a photo, right? but if you're not going to buy the picture or whatever, then you, I mean, do you really need to be, I mean, do I need to sit next to Diggs? I mean, I see him once a week. Isn't that enough? Like as an example. Oh, okay. I was going to cry. No, no, it's okay. Anyway. Hold your hand on racers. <laughs> Don't worry. Are we going to skip to on the way to it? Skip to the loo, my darling. <laughs> so anyway, they, uh, they love the fast or the max pass. The fifteen dollars each uh, kid spent was worth it. They got to do tons of rides. I'm pretty sure that when they come back, they would actually do it again. Use the max pass, and uh, when they come back, it'll probably be thirty bucks a day. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. But hey, you know what? It might be worth it too. Still, I don't know. Possible. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties. Or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. I was going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. Yeah. Yep. Happy buddy. birthday to Batman. Happy birthday to Batman and everyone else who's having birthdays. And uh, don't forget to head we over. We don't know you. Don't forget to head over to... Um, I don't know what it is, Disneyland.com online or something, for the pop-up Disney. I'll pop you up. <laughs> I have to do, if you guys want tickets for that, head over to our Mousepire Facebook page and uh, hit the link there with the information about the pop-up. Or you can just come over to my house and find the hole in the front yard and just throw money into it. <laughs> there you go. And you'd be the same thing. Yeah, because Ethy will let you take a picture there in front of his house too. Exactly. <laughs> I'll build. I'll build my own plane. And it's black and white. It's only thirty bucks to to uh, do that. And if you want Anthony to put some ears on, thirty eight dollars. <laughs> exactly. And and I'll set my camera to black and white. There you go. So uh, if you guys are interested in that, uh, go and get your tickets. I know that there's like one ticket left for the opening day at 6 o'clock or something, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock or something, like one ticket left. Really? Yes. How do you know it's just one? Because I looked it up. It said one ticket left. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. yeah just go over there, look it up, and you see all the information and uh, pick the day you want to go and buy your ticket for that. And don't forget to uh, email us and share your stories from there. Let us know what you think of that and uh, take some pictures and share that on the Instagrams, and you can hashtag MousePire on that, and I'll share those. And if it's not worth 30 to $38, definitely let us know, so that way nobody else will waste their money on it. 
Don't forget that in-game tickets might go on sale next Tuesday, so just keep your eye out for those. Uh, if they don't go on sale that day, they will definitely be going on sale soon because a uh, month from tomorrow the or Tuesday this week is uh, when the movie comes out, so it should be any time now. Yeah, and don't forget to head over to uh, Disney California Adventure Park because you have the Food and Wine Festival going on. Get some fat food over there. Get your uh, desserts that are in a shot glass and cost you an arm and a leg. And if you're not a stupid misogynistic person, then you can go over and get your picture taken with Captain Marvel at their cool, uh, what I would consider one of the best uh, photo ops that they've ever built. It is the best, and uh, her entrance is very, very grand. It's really cool. She comes in on, the course, the S.H.I.E.L.D. Jeep, and there's a big hoopla fanfare, and everything's pretty cool. She comes out off the Jeep, goes up to... Is there a Thunderbirds flyover? No Thunderbird (laughs) flyover, but they do. uh, she does go up into the jet, like on the ladder, and poses up there, and then she comes down and does the meet and greet. Cool. It's a really cool entrance. I love it. Yeah. I have an announcement. We got a dog. Rough. Yeah. It's a teeny tiny doggy. Uh, looks like a little teddy bear. Her name is Chewy. Like Chewbacca, but like just Chewy because it's a girl. And uh, she only weighed 3.3 pounds when we got her. And she probably might weigh like 10 or 12 pounds total. She's a little thing, but she's so cute. And we're just like so happy with our puppy. I've never had a puppy before. Yeah, uh, Tim is really excited. He thinks the dog is really uh, genius because the dog can... Uh, fetch a toy listen <laughs> how many nine-week-old puppies do you see playing fetch all of them <laughs> well it's like a, that's like that's like a advanced level dog tiv is very new to the dog thing so uh we're gonna bear with him i mean she doesn't know her name yet but she can fetch <laughs> uh speaking of dogs don't forget that dumbo comes out this friday <laughs> uh, that's true and so uh, make sure you guys you, go see that i will have your tickets reserved no i will probably go river be river reserving my seats tomorrow for to go see it next monday uh just to make sure that i see it before our podcast next week yeah so that way we can talk about it because i assume both of you guys will be seeing it this weekend if not opening day yep if you guys go see dumbo or if you guys uh go see uh get your in-game tickets or if you guys uh go see uh whatever else we were talking about you can uh tell us about it or you can find us about us doing it on the social medias, we are, of course, Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on Twitter and the Instagram, just Mousepire on the uh, snappy Snapchat that he will be uh, doing uh, whenever he feels like it. And Absolutely then uh, this guy is uh, fresh. That's me. If you want to write me and ask me about my puppy <laughs> or see pictures of the puppy, uh, Chewy, you can check out me on Facebook, Tim Fresh hyphen one. I'm the only one on Facebook with that name. And uh, you can... Check out the doggy pics. They're, uh, it's a post I made a couple days ago, and um, there's pictures, and you can check it out and make a little comment. It's got it's like 140 something likes we got. That's got to be some kind of record. No, <laughs> but hey, speaking of Snapchat <laughs> chaps, chaps, chaps. <laughs> speaking of the Snapchats, snap assless chaps. Yes, Snapchamp. I did uh, do some snappies uh, when I was in the parks, and I actually did one while I was riding Small World. <laughs> After all, exactly. But I am Diggs, and you can find me on Instagram at blue thirteen thirteen. Also, follow buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There, you will see your button orders going out. Don't forget to head over to dgpclothing.com, get your mouse pirate gear, or get your custom made apparel and car decals. Hey, you can check out the podcast 
on YouTube. As soon as Tim the Tech starts uploading again, he was in Kentucky getting some bourbon or something. I don't know what he was doing. Just kidding. He was there for his working with uh, lights and stuff, which is really cool uh, trade show they had over there. But he'll be getting back to work uh, uploading the podcast. So head over to YouTube and uh, search Mousepire Podcast. And don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash mousepire. Help support the podcast. Check out Michael the OG Mail Guys $3 special because that's all the money Michael has. No, I'm just kidding. Help us out. Any um, amount will do. We, we will appreciate that. Trust me, we will. You will be. And until next time, remember, the views expressed in my rants do not necessarily reflect the views of the Mousepire podcast or its subsidiaries, but it probably should. <laughs> so for Zachary Levi, Dora the Explorer, and Ichiro, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. And I'm Diggs. Bye. I want to go home and rethink my life. Scream about it, why don't you? (laughs) This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. And that concludes the... Just let him do that and just leave it silent. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he seems like the type you'd like. What does that mean? <laughs> box office. The San Francisco treat. Box office? That's rice roni bro. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> the hell? Mm-hmm. And until next time, remember, the views expressed in my rants do not necessarily reflect the views of the Mousepire podcast or its subsidiaries. Subsidiaries. <laughs> well, just give me one. Somebody give me a yes. Give me a swallow. Okay. Whoa. For $53,000? <laughs> you know what you didn't hear him say? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> Tell. From the Disneyverse. You don't have to do that. I know I don't, but I wanted to.